0: Thanks for listening to Hold That Thought. I'm Claire Navarro. It's two days before Thanksgiving. In most years, people spend this week focused on food and family, perhaps digging out favorite family recipes or looking up new dishes to make and share. Here in St. Louis, Missouri, this Thanksgiving week, our thoughts are instead focused on protest. On November 24th, the country learned that Ferguson police officer Darren Wilson was not indicted in the August shooting of Michael Brown. Like many people in St. Louis, I was up most of the night after the announcement, watching the news as protests and violent unrest broke out in Ferguson. As I was thinking about protest and the idea of Thanksgiving and food, I remember the following commentary from English professor Rafia Zafer. Zephyr has written about food in American culture, especially in the Civil Rights Movement. It may seem strange that these two ideas, food and protest, could come together at all. But in the Civil Rights era, even the simple act of ordering food or sharing a meal could be part of the fight against inequality. The following interview was recorded in Fall 2013.
1: with food in the civil rights movement. I look at food as sort of a place around which people gather or didn't gather, the sort of idea of commensality, dining together, and how that became a contested space and a place around which these battles of equality were fought. You know, who can sit at the dining room table? Who can be served in a restaurant? So that it has a symbolic structure to it food or actually the act of sitting down and eating becomes almost a, a battleground. One of the, the most striking images from the civil rights movement is of Ann Moody, who I write about sitting at a, dining, at a, a lunch at a Woolworth counter and having all this food dumped on her because she was with these other civil rights activists just quietly going in and saying, I would like to be served. But in a segregated dining system, like restaurant system in the south, to do something as rebellious as just quietly going in and saying I want a Coca-Cola and a grilled cheese sandwich at Woolworths was something that was just seen as paradigm shifting in a negative way for people who wanted to keep, you know, the ideology of white superiority. And that's seen as something that would be normal to us, but completely devastating to Southern ideology that someone like myself or Ann Moody would go in and, and not demand it, but just have that expectation or show that she was ready to have her expectation of being served uh, accomplished. I know from my father being a jazz musician at certain points if you traveled around the country you couldn't just go into you a Howard Johnson's or whatever you had to know where you could go and be served you had to know where where you could stay. And there was even something called the green guides which were kind of like AAA guides but by and for African-Americans so if you were traveling around by car you know where it was safe to stop, you know where you could get a place to you know, to get something to eat where it wouldn't, you wouldn't have to go around the back of the restaurant and ha- have it handed to you out of the service store. And so that's one of the things I started thinking about how do people how do people draw lines and boundaries around dining room, dining room tables? And what do dining room tables or sitting together and eating mean? What do, what do sandwiches that are shared mean? I look at that in a, in a novel called A Gathering of, of Old Men. Um, and in Alice Walker's Meridian about how food is shared, there's a scene where uh, people are coming out of a restaurant, an interracial group, and they get fired upon because they were eating as a mixed group in a restaurant that still had a whites-only sign on the door, even though this was past the age of desegregation, but there still was the sort of the local local culture that was upholding these old-fashioned ways. So um, it's not necessarily about specific foods, but it's about how those foods are served and shared. That kind of interests me in, in
0: terms of the civil rights movement. Many thanks to Rafia Zafir for contributing to Hold That Thought. For many more ideas to explore, please visit holdthatthought.wustl.edu.